Welcome to Christ Church Anglican. We hope that you were blessed by today's sermon. We just heard our Lord speaking to us in the Gospel of St. Matthew. And Matthew's Gospel is largely about discipleship. It's teaching us how do we follow our Lord. You heard in the Old Testament readings why that might be important. Because Jesus is the very wisdom of God. What God wants for us, what God wants to do in us, is not a mystery. It has been revealed not only in the teaching, but in the very person of Jesus Christ. He is the man, and he is not just our example, but working in us to make us into his image, as we heard in the letter to the Romans. So this morning, we are learning from our Lord, how do we follow him? How do we grow in his likeness? How do we become the holy people of God that he has made us to be? Jesus taught us five parables this morning, and that will take about 20 minutes each. So we got about an hour, 20, something like that uh, this morning. Uh, but alas, uh, we're just going to focus on the first pair, the parable of the mustard seed and the leaven, although the other ones, <laughs> the, the gospel, Jesus is worth selling everything. Like, I'd love to preach that sermon. Anyway, but we're just going to focus on the mustard seed and the leaven. And the good news this morning, church, in the parable of the mustard seed, is that Jesus has an encouragement for you. If you've come in this week and you're a little bit discouraged or you just need something else to help you go on in this Christian life, the parable of the mustard seed is for you. And here's the encouragement. God is using you exactly where you are to bless the world around you. God is using you exactly where you are to bless the world around you. Our kids participate in a catechesis program, and the parable of the mustard seed is given in the early years. As part of that presentation, a little bitty mustard seed is put in each child's hand. Unfortunately, there's a humorous logistical problem with this. It is so small that when you put your face down to look at it, it blows away by your breath. <laughs> so much for our little faith, I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, this is what happens uh, with how small the mustard seed is. And yet, Jesus says, it is that little thing that has great power to become a big bushy tree that blesses the birds that come and rest in it. It's the same with the leaven. Jesus is referring to the little bit of dough left over each day that would be used on the following day to make your daily bread. It's just a small piece of dough, Jesus says, but within it is great power to change all the flour and the water that is added to it to be bread for you. Here we have the meaning of Jesus' analogy. The seed and the leaven are both small. They're both in a way hidden, but they have great power to be a blessing to everything around it. That's the meaning that Jesus explains there in verse 32. It is the smallest of all seeds, Jesus says, but when it is grown, 
It is larger than all of the garden plants and becomes a tree. So the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. Jesus' encouragement for us this morning is that God is at work in the small, insignificant, hidden people who follow him. Silly people like you and like me, whom he gives the power to bless, to sanctify, to transform the world around us because his own presence and power is at work in us. And the question for us this morning is, do we believe this? Do you believe this? I think Jesus simply wants to encourage you this morning. Perhaps you're coming in and you feel that your faith has been a little weak this week. Perhaps your health is unstable, finances insecure, relationships messy, job feeling pointless. Perhaps you notice that our parish might be smaller than other churches or our city and nation struggle to love God and maintain justice. But this is exactly the kind of people and exactly the kind of place that God is endowing with his own presence and power to transform into the likeness of his son and to bless the people around him. In fact, it's a requirement. It is exactly your weakness, exactly your need, exactly your dependence on God and your humility that God wants to use. Blessed are the poor in spirit, Jesus says, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Or as St. Paul will say later, when I am weak, then I am strong. It is God's power alone at work in us that blesses and transforms and, trans and, uh, and yeah, blesses um, the world around us. God has always worked this way, actually. Do you remember in Deuteronomy 7 when uh, God is talking to his people, Israel, and you know their messy story is much like ours. And what does he say to them? It was because you were great and powerful and wonderful that I chose you. No, you were the smallest nation on earth. That's why he chose them. He chose them because he loved them. And because through them, his power would be made known to the nations that they may see your good deeds and praise your father. Not praise you, praise your father who is in heaven. This is salvation history. And it comes to its fullness. The word of God, the wisdom of God is given in the Annunciation to Mary. The most powerful act of weakness and hiddenness was the very consummation of our salvation. The Blessed Virgin said yes to God's plan. The word of God himself then took on our flesh and our humanity so that we could forever be physically united with the life of God himself. The incarnation, the life of Christ started in the smallness of a zygote in the hiddenness of a womb, in the weakness of a mortal human body. God's miraculous power is best shown in the unseen, the invisible, and the hidden. And of course, our salvation comes to a high point when the that very God-man is mocked, beaten, suffocated to death, and dies a shameful criminal, unbeknownst to the powers of the world. 
God's miraculous power in the unseen, the invisible, and the hidden. Jesus filled his Holy Spirit, uh, uh, filled his uh, Holy Spirit upon, uh, sorry, poured his Holy Spirit upon 12 uneducated fishermen who turned the world upside down with the good news that Jesus Christ was here to save sinners and took his resurrected life and presence to the whole world. God's miraculous power in the unseen, the invisible, and the hidden. And in time, the gospel through the church would come to Midland, Texas. And Christ would use a silly group of people like us to bless this city, to do a transforming work in our own lives that would then spill over to those around us. God's miraculous power in the unseen, the invisible, the hidden, people that the world does not care about. This is how God works, church. He starts with a person, a remnant group, those who are not, those whom the world does not care about. And he endows them with spiritual power from on high, his own divine presence and authority, and uses them to bless and transform the world. The challenge is, I think we have a hard time often believing this. We go about our days, quote, just doing our job, or just taking care of kids, or just loving people, or just showing up to church. But Jesus says, no, you are not just doing those things. It is those exact small, hidden, thankless vocations that you do day in and day out. Those seemingly insignificant places of your life that God is at work in you and through you. And this morning, as we had in our collect, we must pray for this gift of faith to believe this. God is using you exactly where you are to bless the world around you and to do a transforming work in your own life. What smallness in your life is Jesus inviting you this morning to see as a place of transformation and blessing for the world. I'd like to take a moment to address the mothers in the church. We'll get to spiritual motherhood in a minute, but there's a very special lesson in smallness and hiddenness for you biological moms. You, like the Blessed Virgin, get a profound experience of hiddenness in your body with pregnancy, don't you? You know the miracle that is going on within you. You know that you yourself have become the means of nourishing and blessing that little baby growing within you. And further, many moms have the gift of seeing the hidden power of the smallest children among us. You have a great capacity to see that their faith will grow into something beautiful or that their body, their person will grow into something beautiful if you support and feed and care for it. Frankly, often the world despises childhood, seeing it and children as an inefficient nuisance that has to be endured. But not Jesus. He cherishes the small and the insignificant. He invites us to see them as a gift. And he invites us 
to be transformed by them. If you would like to find Jesus, go volunteer in our nursery in our children's chapel. Did not our Lord say, truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. I think you moms get that. But thankfully, in the family of God, you don't have to be a biological mom to be a spiritual mother. In fact, I would like to invite all of the women in our parish to consider your calling to nurture the spiritual life of those around you, to be spiritual mothers. You see, mothers possess a profound nurturing gift. Now, if you're a woman who doesn't identify as nurturing, it's really okay. But I would suggest that you still have a great capacity to see potential in other people and to bless perhaps the small faith and to nurture and support it and look forward to the day when it will become that beautiful tall bush that will be transformed and a blessing to others. Indeed, it is that small faith that some of us might be feeling this morning that is already sufficient to receive God's power and blessing. For truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Do you see the mustard seed? It is that small hidden thing that in fact God can use and fill in order to be a blessing to others. In my life, the most impactful spiritual mother to me was my grandmother. She was there to nurture and support us when my mom and I needed a place to live when I was yet two years old. She was there to nurture and support me when my mom had to work to provide for us. She was there to nurture and support me when it was time to, for me to go to a Christian school and to church. She was there to nurture and support me through Boy Scouts in middle school. And she is still there to pray for me daily and to encourage me whenever she can. Do you see spiritual motherhood at work? This is what I invite all of you into. You see, our salvation was assured, but was not yet finished when Christ died and was raised. He is continuing to save the world through all of our small but glorious acts of love in his name. One of the perhaps most famous saints of the last century Mother Teresa famously said, embracing this, not all of us are called to do great things, but all of us can do small things with great love. And that's where it finds its fulfillment, right? It's the great love of God that is work to transform and bless those around us. Jesus' kingdom is like a mustard seed. God is using you, small, hidden, unknown, but powerful, exactly where you are, to bless the world around you. Not just mothers, but all of us this morning, please, if you've come a little bit discouraged in one of your vocations, hear the encouragement of Jesus. God is so proud of all your little, daily, thankless yeses to him that turn into your transformation, your sanctification, and your blessing of the world. And in Jesus' name, 
that will be part of your salvation and the salvation of everyone around you. No matter your vocation this morning, I invite you, ask the Lord to work and to help you see his power even in your small little vocations because they are not small to the Lord. Inquire of the Lord how your job, your Saturday yard work, your Sunday nap, your Monday scheduling, your Tuesday taco family night are the small things done with great love that bless the world around you and help you become that king or queen who is a priest to serve your God exactly where you are for your transformation and the blessing of the world around you. We are now turning to the sacrament of Christ's body and blood. This is the first place where we recognize the power of hidden things. The most powerful thing on earth, the very presence of the God-man here in our midst, given to you in a hidden way in the bread and the wine. That hiddenness is what we mean by a sacrament. Divine life given to us in these visible means. Here in Christ's church is the first place where we see the hidden power of God. And then, when we see the presence of God here, to bless and transform and make us what we truly are, we begin to see his presence out there. All of our times and places and activities, part of our relationship with God. The small things you do with great love begin to take on deeper meaning. They become places where you commune with Christ, where he is in you and at work in you and through you to transform the world. All of your days, all of your times, all of your places become, uh, participate in knowing Christ and following him and seeing his work in the world and the lives of the people around you. Every place is a place where if we ask Jesus for the gift of faith, we can see that the kingdom is like a mustard seed. He is using you exactly where you are in the smallness, the messiness, the apparent insignificance to transform you and to bless the world around you so that you might be made in his image. The question today, church, is do you believe this? And perhaps you can pray this morning that famous humble prayer. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. And if there's something in particular the Lord has laid on you this morning, that, that you need this gift of faith to see uh, the, the hiddenness in your life that God wants to use with his great power, I would invite you to go back and receive prayer from a prayer minister this morning. For whatever that thing is, express it to them and ask them simply to pray for you. And this will be part of your transformation. And you must do it not just for you, but for the blessing of those around you. Lord, we believe. Help our unbelief. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, feel free to visit us online at ccanglican.com. We hope you will join us again soon.